0: Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Bisson. I have been a professional psychic, medium, and astrologer for 30 years and have read for thousands of people all over the world. Many of those readings have been recorded by my clients. In this podcast, I invite clients back to share their recordings. As we flash back, we get to listen in on some of the original predictions and in their own words, share some heartwarming stories, a few inspiring outcomes, and some unbelievable accuracies. I invite you to join us for a new journey each episode and come experience a little soul medicine for yourself. Something in the air, something in the and in this episode, we listen in on a compilation of readings I did with Kim, she joins us to retell her experience from readings we did together over seven years we explored her health a pathway forward in her career and what came through in one session regarding drawings and messages from spirit blew her away and you'll hear more about her reading right after this
1: Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast with your guide, Bernice Besson.
0: Kim is a successful journalist that came to me initially on a recommendation through her mother-in-law. She didn't really anticipate much, was open to whatever came up, but underlying her visit was her wanting some clarity to ongoing health issues that were depleting her energy. Her first visit was a game changer for her. Months after her initial reading, the confirmation of what came up in her reading regarding her health came from her doctor. Apparently, she was even showing him the picture I drew in the session, and he was pretty amazed. And we're gonna hear all about that right after this. Because small business owners need help. Thoughtfulmarketing.ca, helping businesses thrive. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today on the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. And we have Kim, and Kim is here to tell us all about her story. She's got some great recordings. I've had several readings with Kim, and so, Kim, Welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. This is very exciting. I, I love every conversation with you, so I was wow. excited to do this. Wow, geez, that's a good way to start. Okay, so I wanted to just, I want you just
0: to start with, how did how did we first meet? How did you wind up coming to me for a reading?
1: Well, um, my mother-in-law, Lori, um, who many of your clients will know is the person who actually does all your booking, mm-hmm. um, she uh, was really into a lot of psychic stuff. And I had at that time, so this was back in 2015, early 2015. Um, I was struggling with some illness issues that had been ongoing for that time, a couple of years. And she just suggested going for a reading just to see, you know, what might come up. And uh, I was fascinated by it. She had told me so many stories of different readings she'd had from, you know, various different psychics over the years, yourself included, and just how profound they were. And um, I thought, why not give it a shot? And so um, I booked to see you at your old place on Provence, and uh, I have to tell you, it was. Um, I think back and I kind of laugh because, first of all, uh, the name Bernice—I I don't know why it evoked an image of an older lady—and so I get there, and I, you know, I was nervous. I told Lori, knew this, I was very nervous. I didn't know. What was going to happen was it going to be scary and whatnot and then I walk in and out comes this vivacious brunette with her curly hair you of course and I'm like oh this is gonna be fine I just had such a good vibe off you right away and um yeah it was uh, I mean for me I was hoping to get some answers about my illness at the time and um the funny thing is I did not record our first reading because I just thought, oh, I can take notes. What do I need a recording for? Well, I have been kicking myself since March 2015 for not recording it because I've listened back to so many of our other ones. I think I've done, gosh, maybe six or seven readings with you over that time. And um, I listen back to them often. So it's, I can't believe I
0: didn't record that first one. Well, and this is what I tell people when I first read for them that, mm-hmm you may not know what I'm talking about right this second, but you will only because in all my years of reading, people have recorded. And I've, I've discovered through all of that, that my biggest skill or gift is clairvoyance. And um, I get those messages from a variety of tools and images, sounds, thoughts, spirits. So there's this sort of, like
1: combination download that goes on for me. So now we know, right? Don't forget to record it, but I did take copious notes. Um, I was a journalist at the time. So for me, note-taking was just very natural. And I took copious notes during that session. So I still have a very good feel of what, you know, what we talked about. And the biggest thing in that first reading was I was undiagnosed at that time. I had just this these mystery symptoms, a mystery illness, nobody could figure it out. It was a laundry list. I called it the revolving wheel of symptoms. Like I never knew what I was going to deal with when I would wake up on any given day, but I was so deeply fatigued that it was hard to function. I had brain fog, I, I but a ton of other body things. And uh you had said to me, you know, in in the reading, and this speaks to how, when you look back, things start to make sense. You said to me that something was taking a bite out of me and it was bacterial or parasitic infection. And you actually drew a cell with squiggles in it or squiggles kind of coming out of it. And I, I didn't know what that meant. And you also said my digestive tract was not absorbing nutrients. And none of this made any sense at the time. Like something's taking a bite out of me. What does that even mean? Well, Wouldn't you know it? Just a couple of months later, I got a diagnosis of Lyme disease. And what, how do you get Lyme disease? A tick takes a bite out of you and the cell you drew with the little squiggles. Well, Lyme is in what's called a spirochete form. The the parasite that is Lyme disease is a spirochete and it's a spiral, a little squiggle going into your cells. So like you drew it, you drew it. And so it was a sort of bacterial slash parasitic infection. And indeed a huge problem for me has been a a severe and extreme nutrient deficiency, which is quite common with all of this. So that was definitely correct. I mean, you you hit the nail on the head before any of my doctors or medical practitioners did, but at the time it didn't make any sense. It took a while, right? So that again, why you say recording and notes are so important because you can look back and go, Oh, that's what it was, but also gives you a place to look, right? Well, yeah, and I, that, some
0: and that that's true, and especially around when um, spirit starts making me draw things and saying, mm-hmm. "No, this is where it's at," and I don't always understand, but this is why we record, and so yep. so you got this information, and you didn't think you were of it, you went to the doctor. And you wound up getting this diagnosis. What did you do from there
1: oh well it's been it 's been a twelve year saga it's, it's still ongoing it 's not something that 's easily healed from once you hit the chronic stage of it if it 's not dealt with really quickly after you get bit it becomes a chronic illness. And so it's just been all these years of lots of different practitioners and doctors uh, across the country, um, across North America. Um, I'm a lot better now than I was then. I'm, I'm not at the finish line, uh, certainly, but um, my quality of life is a lot better. So that's great. And I've, you know, in many of those readings that you and I have had, that's always been a question, you know, what what is still holding me up? What is still a block? And it's, again, some of the things don't always make sense, but it gives me a place to start researching or looking or whatever. I do want to touch on one thing though, about drawing pictures from that very first reading. And then I'll tell you something else about the medical thing. In that same first reading that I didn't record, you asked if, or you talked about a a property transaction, that a a property, a home was going to be sold within my family, within my in-law family. And you said, Hmm, I see I see a property I think I'm gonna draw it and you drew it and it was this it was the exact outline of the very unique windows that my in-laws lake house was I mean I knew right away what you were drawing it was it couldn't be missed I know exactly what you were drawing and then you said to me and I think it's in Pinawa uh yep on the Pinawa River I mean and it like This was you didn't know these people. You didn't know anything about Mm -hmm. this. And you said that it would be sold. And I was like, well, I don't think so. Like this place is going to be in the family forever. And, you know, my husband and his siblings are going to have to share it, pass down to them, whatever. Well, wouldn't you know, it within a couple of years, uh, that property was indeed sold, but that drawing. And when you said Pinawa, like this isn't Pinawa. I mean, that was, I was just blown away. I'm like, you, you couldn't know that you couldn't possibly know that, but spirit gave it to you. So that, I thought that was, that was a cool moment for me. For me too, right now. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, the unfortunate part is I don't, you drew it, I think on a little piece of paper that you had. So I don't have that drawing anymore. Um, I do have the drawing of the cell, but I don't have the drawing of the house. Unfortunately, I, I wish I did, but anyway, just to go back to your health, there's been some recent changes in
0: your life that have been coming up recently. So if I met you in 2015, as you talked about a bit, and we're in 2021, we've got, you know, the six, almost seven year window. Mm -hmm. So why, why don't we just kind of flash back a little bit and talk about maybe some of the other readings that came up for you?
1: What I will do when I have a reading with you is I will go home and listen to the reading again and take notes from that reading. And then I often will refer back to my notes and then I'm able to find something easier, right? It's in, I've got a couple of notebooks I keep them in. So anyway, as I was going through these, I realized that there was a, there was a theme and you've often brought up someone moving to BC, someone moving to BC and British Columbia, of course, in Canada. And nobody that I know, nobody close to me has moved to BC, but it it was coming up, I think maybe even from the first reading that there was a, a mention of BC, but in January of 2017 you asked very specifically do you have people out west someone's moving to bc later on in the reading you talked about you're going to be working from home and even further on in the reading you talked about you know the seven-year cycle i will be moving i guess seven-year cycle from that time in 2017 but the goal is to work from home new house or a new build all these themes came up in that reading because this tells me you're going to focus on a couple of areas. Your home, where you live, renovating,
0: making it more beautiful, spending time in it. Do you have two homes? No. Mm-hmm. I have to ask a weird question now. Yeah. Do you have people who live out in B.C. that you know? Or in the West? Uh, Yours or your partner's sense. family?
1: No, I have some friends. About it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. that's not what's showing this is what I'm going to say to you somebody in your family is moving to BC just to let you know, they're moving there because they're setting up home and family this is a change of home they're moving, so this could even be parents, in-laws, whoever this is somebody's moving west I just feel like it's going to be business and your, your goal is to work from home or to be able to have that kind of office, traveling office right, that shows me I have a feeling your partner would be very supportive of you I just the sports coming in you're going to take additional training like schooling training or education around whatever this company this business is it's a business of people you're not selling network marketing or or raps or not no you know what I mean but you're not doing that that's not what I'm seeing at all this is a valid company I think it's something that like I said think of the etiquette ladies yeah. nobody's really doing it right now or that it's not something that you would have even thought of but i feel like your pr skills and her people skills and you like you guys are going to bring together a people company i think it's great you'll move in about two years because i feel like you're in your five year now by your seven year you like you're going to put some work into your house and i feel like you're going to wind up moving and i feel like your goal will be to work from your home like to work you know like to have this opportunity to, and I feel like that's going to materialize that way. It'll be a newer house or a new build. And I feel like you seem to be moving in a couple of years. Where you live, you'll move. And I feel like you'll be able to work from
1: home. None of this was on the radar. Uh, Died in the Wool Winnipegger here. I was in my chosen profession that I absolutely loved and adored at that time. No intention of ever leaving it. And wouldn't you know it, as we sit here and talk right now, I have left that career, I work from home with my husband in our own business, and we have just confirmed everything to move out to BC. And I hadn't even thought of all of those mentions in the readings until I looked back at my notes and went, oh my God, she called it once again, Bernice called it.
0: Crazy. And you know,
1: people I know in the the moment
0: will often say, well, no, no, it's like this, or Mm -hmm. no, no, it's like that. And when spirit starts kicking me in the gut and saying to me, "No, no, it's actually like this," and I'll make, I'll even tell them in that reading. I, I'll tell people, "You message me if it happens, or you, you're going to message yep. me when you're in that place." And so, mm-hmm. I'm very excited about your plans in BC. That
1: sounds, that sounds lovely. Well, and the funny thing was though that it you you kept asking, someone is moving to BC. It was never me necessarily, but it was someone. And I just thought that was so neat. And it was a, as I went through a very constant theme, it came up a few different times. So that was kind of cool. Can I ask you a question? Please. Uh, In that, when
0: I refer to someone, is it because of you that you're moving to BC?
1: No, no, my husband actually. Yeah, Maybe he's the someone. He's
0: probably the someone. (laughs) Someone right around you. Oh my gosh. It turns out to be your husband because it's not, something that you're doing, that's moving you there. And in fact, it would be something that you were never doing before really. Right. And now you're doing like in a
1: bigger, like totally in a big way. Oh, I mean, you talked about I'm going to be working from home. And at the time that you said that, absolutely no way. Absolutely no way. Right. And and here I am now. Um, this transpired just before the pandemic started. At the end of 2019 is when I left my career to work from home. So, I mean, these things do sometimes take some time to play out. Right. And and I think as humans, we want instant answers now. But I think with these readings, some patience is required. <laughs>
0: (laughs) Well, and we want to control things. And the reality is that if you're on the trajectory, it's headed that way. Uh, I always find that if it shows up in your reading, there's a couple of things I've learned as a medium. Mm -hmm. One is that you could still do something about it. Mm -hmm. If spirit's showing it to you in your reading, it's only a signpost, you could say, no way. Or you could say, absolutely, I'm inviting it in. And so it's totally up to you. Mm -hmm. And If it shows up in your reading, you're already on the trajectory. That's the second thing I've learned. Yeah. If it shows up in your reading, it's within the seven-year period. If I were to do 20-year life path kind of stuff, I really work with astrology and your birthday. Mm -hmm. I work doing palm reading, destiny, karma, big life path stuff. But when we look at fortune telling, I'll call it because that's what I do. I'm a fortune (laughs) teller. Right. Right. I find um, within these windows and the stronger the kick in the gut I get from spirit, I, it's like it's imminent. It's like right there within weeks, months, you know, a couple of years. And so you are in this seven year period. So I'm like, yeah, and that other thing, <laughs> you know, still have to come up and other things you could have, because they're signposts, they're not your fate. They're not your destiny. They're a signpost saying, Mm -hmm. this is what's going to come up for you. Know you're on the right path and this is fulfilling what you're supposed to be doing. You could choose to go left, tweak it right, do this, do that. You always have choices. But I'm really excited that your choices have turned out to you moving to where you're moving and some success in your business. Now, you talked about uh, your home business. Tell me a bit about what, what you and your husband are doing. Like,
1: What's that all about? Well, so this is another thing where you called something years ago that took a while to come to pass. Um, My husband is a, oh, how do you even describe this? We have a triathlon coaching app and a podcast and a YouTube channel, and he helps amateur triathletes um, compete for for the first time or the 10th time or whatever through the training that we provide. So this was a career path that was a bit of a surprise for him as well. When you and I first met, he was an investment advisor, and um, an investment advisor though who needed a creative outlet and just was struggling to find one that that fit. And as time sort of slowly rolled along, in fact, when in one of our first readings, he and I—it was so funny—we had had a giant argument the night before as it so happens, because he wanted to move down to the States to get his master's in business at a you know, prestigious American university. And I was not on board with that. I was not on board with moving to the United States. And we had just had a big argument about it the night before. And I came into the reading and you told me, don't argue about it anymore. You just out of nowhere told me, don't argue about it anymore. You seem to know that the argument was about like university, big old buildings because these were these old prestigious universities, whatever. Well, that didn't pan out, but because of that, it set him on a different trajectory where he decided an investment advising wasn't for him and that he wanted to run his own type of business. And he married his hobby of triathlon with his business acumen. He's a brilliant, brilliant businessman and um, started this business to do with triathlon. And there was lots of dipsy doodles and turns along the way But that got us there. And you talked about him, you know, changing career paths and and that type of thing. But very specifically, in July 2018, um, you talked about that he, because he also, he doesn't just coach triathlon, he competes in triathlon. You said he was going to leave to go to Europe, Germany, um, that he'd be away competing, and he'd be away for a couple of months total. And you also said later in that reading that he was going to go to Africa. And he'd be working there as well. And he would place high. He would win twice and place high.
0: Okay, so Taren's leaving to go compete. Who is leaving? Save your money, because I know you want to join him. I <laughs> you know you want to. You're going to be going to join him. Is he going to Europe too?
1: He's going to South Africa.
0: Okay, and Europe?
1: Uh, not. That's not planned presently.
0: I and mean, I mean then come out. Listen, yeah. there'll be a future one, but I just see him. Yeah, save your money. I'm going to say that you'll be saving your money to go, and I think between the two, we'll be 7500 or bucks for tickets. I think four grand entirely going.
1: And I don't know that you'd only be going for a leg of it. I don't no. know how long is he gone for? Uh, to South Africa? Yeah. He uh, two weeks. I'm not going on that one because we can't afford no, it. No, no, <laughs> you like, can't. No, no. But
0: you're, you're going to go to Europe. I'm telling you, know. he's one to Europe. You're going to okay. save money. I have a feeling the two of you are going together. This okay. is coming. You'll know by next August. I'm going to save you. Oh, there's Taryn. I'm going to keep drawing. Now that you both showed up, I was waiting for both of you to show up. He's away competing, that's why. <clears throat> He'll be gone for a total of two months.
1: we will see. Two months? <clears throat> He's going for two weeks. I know. You know okay. Like
0: more coming? Okay. He's going to be a busy guy. That's fine. Okay. Whew. Taryn, if you showed up. Scorpio. Nice okay. <clears throat> so he's going to go compete. He's going to Africa. Yeah. He'll go once and then he'll have another competition overseas coming and he's working as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So i going around him. Okay. Uh, he seems to be winning twice. Hmm. We've got two wins in front of him or placing up high and yeah. wherever he places up high, however he determines his win.
1: Well, again, this is July 2018. It wasn't for another almost year. But sure enough, he competed in South Africa and he competed in Germany. He was working during those times. He traveled for nearly two months. He was like, he was back and forth from home, but we hardly saw each other for two months. And he did place very high in both of those races that at the time that I saw you in July, 2018, they weren't on the radar. So that was just so fascinating to get a look at that, you know? Wow. And that's great. And so he has this
0: podcast and he's been uh, and you guys have been doing this and and now it's taken you out to BC. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm yeah. absolutely amazed. And this move is a huge, um, it's a huge jump for us. It's a huge jump for me. I'm very close to my family and to be away from them is something that was a real struggle when this idea came up at first, but this is a real necessity for our business. Manitoba with our horribly harsh winters make it really not the best place to run a business of triathlon. So um, moving is a big part of allowing our business to grow. Um, And Vancouver Island is where we're going and it's a very healing place. You can just feel it when you're there. The The forests and the oxygen and the ocean nearby, and I mean, it's it smells different. It smells healthier. I don't know how to better explain it. So I cry every time I leave. Do you? I I do. do. I
0: cry. I cry on the plane back to
1: Winnipeg.
0: (laughs) I'm like, why didn't I go and stay when I was
1: younger? Because now I'm a grandma. Now I I can't leave. But the house we've purchased, uh, we actually have a suite for visitors. Um, We looked for a house specifically that would have a suite because. You know, knowing the climate is so much more temperate out there, we want friends and family to come visit. We yeah. want anybody who's you know close to us in any way. If you want to come and stay, you know, free accommodations, explore the island, do whatever you want. But um, yeah, and 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 that was the concession for me to to agree to do this was that I must have a way to see my family and friends often wow. because I don't want to do this if I, I'm going to not be able to see them often. That's so important to me. So yeah. So, um,
0: on a side note, may I ask, um, was he asked to do a TV show?
1: Not, uh, no, but his I mean, his YouTube channel is a TV show, right? It's, it's, you'll it's, see. There's um, a, um,
0: something being produced coming, just on a oh side boy, note. Oh, boy.
1: When Bernice says, you'll see, that's when you... Got <laughs> Uh-oh. I just, because I know, like, picked
0: up by... All I saw was a little emblem on the bottom of a screen. You know how it's like OLN or like something like that. Called a Uh, bug. That's called a bug. Yep, a little thing on the screen. And I was, I saw that, and I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna be asked to do some sort of show, like a series of something that. Um, is connected to all of this. Okay. And once you move to Vancouver, I'm going to give it 18 months, you'll be talking about it. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll tell
1: you when you come visit me. <laughs> yeah. That's the predictions. So that's absolutely lovely. Is
0: there anything else you want to add to the conversation today?
1: Well, yes, there was one, um, maybe the most profound one, although, you know, there's always something profound in a reading with you um, for me. In January of 2018, I'd gone to see you. And, you know, again, it's, I always come with the questions about health and you had told me that I would be having a medical procedure and it would be invasive. Uh, you mentioned it about my back. It would be in my back. And you said at the time, it's still coming. It's invasive. It's part of this. And you looked at me, you said, don't worry, it's not cancer. Okay. One other thing that you mm-hmm. had said, it's come up two or three times. I think two for sure, maybe three, that I would have a series of needles. Mm-hmm. What is that? I don't know, but
0: whatever medical procedure it is, it's coming. Anything I see here is kind of invasive, like coming at you, right? You're managing it. You're making decisions about this.
1: Is it? Hang on. Okay.
0: In your back. There are a series of needles in your back. Acupuncture? Are you allergic? Did you have allergy tests?
1: Well, in the summer of that year, my iron was really low. And again, this is very common stuff with Lyme disease. I, um, my doctor had referred me to see a hematologist to figure out why my iron was so chronically low. And I'd done blood work and blood work and blood work. And then I had to go in to get the all clear of you don't need to see this doctor anymore. Your iron is just low and there's no reason for it, but whatever. So I go in to see this doctor. They took my blood. When I walked in, they saw something funny and said, Oh, we, we've got to check you. I'm telling you seven minutes later, I'm laying on a table getting a spinal tap in my back to determine if it was cancer. Well, it was not cancer as you said. And I, I definitely, um, it was just, just some kind of odd abnormality that they, you know, fortunately, they were being really on top of things to make sure that there wasn't something wrong and, and missing something. But yeah, it was, uh, I just remember you telling me that and I'm like, what is she, what could that even be? You know? And then again, a few months later, completely surprised the thing that you called, don't worry, it's not cancer. (laughs) Thank God (laughs) B. They're going to do something
0: um, with plasma and not the red blood cells, not the white blood cells, but with plasma And they're going to do something regenerative, something Hmm. um, regenerative for you that will help change your absorption rate. Okay. You'll know what I'm talking about within two years.
1: Okay. I hope it doesn't take two more years.
0: (laughs) Within. I I wish I could say tomorrow, but I don't want to say tomorrow. Within two years. And there's something about... It's gonna sound super weird, but cold plasma, plasma, cold plasma, cold, plasma transfusion. cold, cold, plasma transfusion. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And okay. it's um, to regenerate. Um, I don't under, that's what I'm being told in my head right now. And so there's something that spinal tap uh, was very key, and it is in the spine. And there's something. There's some sort of like, I'm going to just say um, at the base of your neck, mm-hmm. where your head meets your neck, in that area, there's something that like trigger signals to, for ab- cellular absorption of nutrients I don't understand, but there's something that they could put into your plasma in your neck um, that would stimulate the absorption, hmm. um, like creating a new pathway, they said, like creating a new path. So okay. just now, because we're recording, <laughs> I just, yeah. so you'll have it. <laughs> and yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. I was looking for a for future, but, but
0: it just, that's yeah. okay. It's being recorded right now. And, mm-hmm. um, because there was something important around that, and I honestly, I think that's in a bigger Lyme disease way, not just you particularly. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like a treatment, huh. not a cure. A right. treatment. It's a treatment. Yeah, yeah. It's in your spinal fluid. It's in your um, like plasma.
1: I think I said a sp- they tapped into my spine, but I realized they tapped into my hip, right beside my spine, is where they pulled the whatever out of. But I don't, it's probably important. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's not like it's in the spine.
0: Like Mm. there's something that, that they'll be able to treat. And I feel like in terms of the symptoms.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: Um, And so that might help free things up. That's just a side note. (laughs) Just because when you're talking about that, that came up for me, there's something about the neurological systems that trigger our metabolic system. There's something mistriggering that happens uh, with the metabolic something system. So I'm not a doctor. I'm sorry. Check the in with a doctor. has
1: come up in our readings a lot. Yeah.
0: Check in with a doctor, but or it, uh, your pathway of healing and health. It's always um, an adventure with you, Bernice. I know, right? <laughs> Imagine being married to me. <laughs> My partner can't get away with any emotional nothing because I'm like right? I feel it, I feel you it. I know what's going on. <laughs> I feel I'm it already. It. You can't tell me nothing's wrong. I feel it. Look at me with a sad face. Stop it. <laughs> He's like, stop it. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, well, thank you. I just want to wish you guys the best success in your endeavors, your business, your journey with your health,
1: and that uh, lots of healing. Super excited. Thank you for having me. This is great. It's like I said, it's always uh, such a pleasure to chat with you. So I'm super glad we've got this chance to catch up. Take care my friend. We'll chat again. Sounds good. Bernice. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Well, thank you to Kim for sharing her incredible account of what happened and transpired over the last seven years from our readings together. And thank you for listening to the soul medicine psychic podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found nuggets of wisdom and magic, please leave us some stars and a review or share it with someone you think would enjoy it. If you're a previous client and would like to share your story on the show, please contact us through our website until next time. Stay safe. Stay well. So many years has gone by, but I think about you, about you all the time.
1: Thanks for joining us for social media links and to book an appointment with Bernice visit BerniceBissonPsychic.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Remember, spirit has your greatest good at heart, your soul is light, and you are valued.